0: Hello, and welcome to a SearchNetworking.com AudioCast. I'm Amy Kachar. Today, I'll be covering the topic of how to manage streaming protocols on your network, adapted from a technical tip by David Jacobs of the Jacobs Group. Managing streaming protocols on your network can be a problem. You don't want your users to consume bandwidth watching replays from last night's game, but you know that useful applications also rely on these same protocols. To monitor what's happening on your network and detect undesired activity, you need to understand which protocols are used to deliver streaming media. Most streaming media on the web is available via Real Networks Real Player, Apple Quicktime, or Microsoft Media Player. Each application relies on multiple protocols to deliver the data packets and control the flow of data. Some of these protocols have been developed by the Internet Engineering Task Force, or IETF, and specifications are publicly available. Other protocols are proprietary. The Real-Time Streaming Protocol, or RTSP, Real Time Transport Protocol, or RTP, and the Real Time Transport Control Protocol, or RTCP, are used by several streaming applications. These protocols were developed by the IETF. RTSP, Real Time Streaming Protocol, controls the flow of audio or video data. It can be used to control access to both multicast and unicast streams. RTSP provides a set of commands that resemble the controls on a VCR. These commands can include play, pause, and tear down, which is equivalent to stop. RTSP can run over either TCP or UDP. Its default port is 554. When RTSP runs over TCP, it does not maintain a TCP connection for the duration of the stream. A client application may initiate and terminate many TCP connections over the course of a single session. To maintain a session between the client and server, RTSP uses a session identifier to specify the stream to which a command applies. The session identifier remains constant over the duration of the stream. The session identifier is used in the same way when RTSP runs over UDP. RTSP is not used to carry the actual data packets that make up the audio or video stream. The setup command specifies which transport protocol will carry the stream. In many cases, RTP and its companion protocol, RTCP, are the transport protocols chosen. Real-time Transport Protocol, or RTP, carries the data packets. Real-time Transport Control Protocol, or RTCP, provides feedback from the client to the server concerning the number of packets lost, round-trip delay, and variations in the arrival rate of packets. RTP and RTCP can run over TCP or any other transport layer protocol but UDP is generally used. The delivery guarantees provided by TCP are not needed by audio and video streams. RTP and RTCP do not have default port numbers. The port numbers used by session usually range from 16384 to 32767. RTP will use an even numbered port in this range and RTCP will use the next odd numbered port. The port numbers to use for a given stream are determined by RTSP when it initiates the session. For a unicast session, client RTSP specifies to the server the set of port numbers to use. For a multicast session, all of the participants must use the same ports, so RTSP on the server specifies the port numbers to the client. Real RealNetwork's RealPlayer uses RTSP to set up sessions. Earlier RealPlayer versions used a proprietary protocol called PNA for this function. RealPlayer can use RTP and RTCP to carry stream data, but can also use the proprietary RDT transport protocol. When using RTP and RTCP, and when using RDT, the RealPlayer application will attempt to use UDP, but will switch to TCP if UDP is blocked. Apple uses only IETF protocols to implement QuickTime. RTSP is used to set up sessions, and RTP and RTCP carry the data. Microsoft uses RTSP, along with RTP and RTCP, in its most recent releases of Media Player. Versions released prior to Windows XP Service Pack 2 used MSB, a proprietary protocol. MSB provides the functions of RTSP, RTP, and RTCP. It connects with the server using TCP port 1755 to set up connections. It then attempts to switch to UDP to transfer data. If UDP is blocked by a firewall, it then switches to TCP. The number and variety of protocols used and their ability to switch to an alternative protocol when blocked adds to the difficulty of managing streaming media removing the applications from user workstations can block access to some media but other media can be viewed directly in a web browser since it is difficult or impossible to block access to unwanted media other methods must be used monitor network traffic carefully to spot excessive use by specific users if necessary configure your firewall to block access to sites that should not be accessed from the workplace Finally set a clear policy, and let your users know that you are monitoring their network use. That concludes today's audio cast. Thank you for listening, and have a great day.